Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I hope you're all really well today. I am your host, I am Shemaine Linney, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist, nutritional therapist and biohacker and I'm very happy to have you back with me for another podcast episode and dare I say this episode has been eagerly awaited by many, um, especially women, and women for their daughters. So I hope you all find this really, really helpful. This podcast episode, we are looking at menstrual products and if they are damaging or hurting your health and your body. Now, I did a post on this and it was just a sporadic post about two weeks ago in my Facebook biohacking group. I must have been talking to a client or probably popped in my head. I can't remember, but it was basically um, how I recommend against sleeping with tampons in. And that spurred a big conversation and got loads of interaction, which showed me that this is something that many women, one, were not aware of, and two, were interested in. And then as the conversation went on, I saw um, a lot of women asking about their daughters and the concern around that. And um, I've done a couple of follow-up posts and each post has gotten a lot of interaction. So this is a hot topic. I, I generally cover topics or do posts on stuff that I feel is important to me and I feel other women or men will be interested in too because I'm not going to be alone. If something is interesting to me or I'm curious about something, you can bet your bottoms that other people are going to be too. And then other topics will be done based on what clients ask or their experience. So this one, although many people may not believe it, Um, or have considered it, this is a hot topic. And I think a lot of women and their daughters and grandmothers and sisters are going to find this really helpful. So we're going to move on with this. Um, And as always, if you do have any questions for me, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram, or now you can find me over on Rumble under Shemaine's Model Health, where I'll be discussing some more controversial topics. I understand that's not going to be for everyone, but it might be for some. Okay, so um, if you're like me, and I'm assuming you are because you're following me, you're going to be very health conscious. You consider everything that you put in your body. You look at labels. We look for like natural beauty products. We look to even be giving our kids very clean natural foods and products and care products. And we're just very conscious of our health and what we're putting into our health. But one thing that kind of gets overlooked is going to be your menstrual products or your feminine care products. Most of us purchase these products based on habit or cost and we don't give much consideration to them. Um, And if you, like me, have erred towards more familiar kind of household names and affordable purchases, 
I'll reassure you, you're not alone. Most women do this. Um, and the truth is that even getting your hands on any products nowadays, we are pretty lucky because there's still hundreds of millions of girls and women around the world that can't access menstrual products. Uh, even here in Canada, there are girls that don't have the resources to purchase what they need to take care of themselves and this can cause them to miss work or um, even miss school. So, but here's the thing, in more privileged countries like ours, like Canada and even my home country of Ireland and the United States, the biggest problem we face around menstrual products is what's contained in them. Um, and this is what we would consider to be a chemical cocktail of hazardous products, basically, that are readily absorbed into our bloodstream um, through our very highly absorbent vaginal walls. And I've spoke about this before. The, the walls or the epithelial layers or the tissues of our vagina and our uterus, those tissues are the same as the tissue that lines our mouth. And if you consider like sublingual supplements or supplements, even colostrum I've spoke about, where we'll hold these supplements in our mouth for a couple of minutes and let them dissolve and let them penetrate through the tissues where they'll be brought directly into the bloodstream because these tissues in our mouth are so absorbent or porous, you mightn't think it, but they are. And our vaginal tissues and even our uterus tissues are the same. They're highly absorbent. So Anything that we put in our mouth gets readily absorbed into our bloodstream and the same thing will happen in our vagina. And these products contain potential toxins that can disrupt our hormones, causing serious health problems, including endometriosis and even cancer, even when we look at cervical cancer. Um, so... Most people haven't heard of this. Most women haven't heard of this. Um, and that's partly because up until recently, women and girls, females, weren't being very public about this topic. We were embarrassed to talk about this topic. It was um, not so much frowned upon, but it, it just isn't a topic that's talked about too much. But now as we move through our times and our timeline, it seems to be that women are opening up a lot more about their health. And here's another thing, and I spoke about this in my biohacking group, and on one of the posts I did, um, I mentioned that feminine or menstrual hygiene products, including tampons and pads, fall under the FDA regulatory category of medical devices. Um, and someone happens to comment that, well, that's the FDA, Canada regulates differently. Well, Canada Health um, or Health Canada actually regulate feminine hygiene products. And they also categorize these products as medical devices. And what this actually means is because they're regulated, 
as medical devices by Health Canada. They do not need to disclose or list the ingredients that are in these products on the labels or the packaging. So we've no idea what these products contain and what we're putting into our body. So basically, these products are subjected to a lower standard of scrutiny than even most cosmetics are. Um, and that's kind of scary to think, hold on a second, you're, you would screen cosmetics, but you're not screening these feminine hygiene products that directly penetrate into our body. So, um, but anyway, so how are these products harmful? Well, there was an important study titled Chem Fatale, and I posted this PDF or this study in my biohacking group the other day. So if you're in that group, go check it out. That's on Facebook. All are welcome. But this study titled Chem for Chemicals, Chem Fatale by Women's Voices for Earth, it basically outlined the potential health risks associated with the use of menstrual products. So these were found that tampons and pads had the following possible ingredients, all unlisted on the packaging, but all very damaging to our health. So there was dioxins from the bleaching process, there was furans, there was pesticide residues, there was unknown fragrance chemicals, there was adhesive chemicals, such as methylidobromo, um, and other harmful ingredients. Also, the synthetic fibers, which are a large portion of what makes up these products, increases the absorption of toxins through the vaginal wall. So really, if you're not already familiar with the anatomy of your lady parts, you will be now after this podcast episode. So those lines of your vaginal wall, they're quite porous. Um, and this tissue is also packed full of blood vessels and lymph, lymph glands, excuse me. These allow for the direct transfer of these chemicals into your circulatory system. And that's exactly what can happen with any number of the chemicals found in these tampons or pads. So exposure to any or all of these endocrine disrupting, allergenic or even carcinogenic, so cancerous, disease causing ingredients repeatedly over a woman's reproductive lifetime. So let's just say five to seven days a month, every month for 30 or so years, obviously leads to the risk of negative health consequences, including... Uh, heavy or regular periods, allergenic rashes, endometriosis, pelvic inflammatory disease and pain, and that would include low back pain as well, cancer, like I mentioned, cervical cancer, and lots more. When I did the post in my biohacking group, the, there were several women that commented once they stopped using tampons, a lot of their inflammatory and pain and other issues disappeared. That in itself says a lot. That in itself, to me, 
doesn't need a study. If my client tells me, and if several clients tell me that once I stopped using tampons, I started feeling better and my pain dissipated and my periods regulated, I don't need a study. I don't need a reference to tell me that these things are damaging to our health. I am going to go on these testimonials um, and that's go- that really is going to be good enough for me because I do believe that women know their bodies better than anybody else. Um, and that's it, full stop. We've all had experiences where we've gone to doctors or specialists and told them that we're experiencing this, this and this and they don't listen. But we know our bodies better than anyone else. Even a female doctor, you will know your body better. So many of these shall we call them side effects of using tampons now not all women are going to experience these but many will um and your doctor like i said will say well we have no idea what causes them but if you start talking to other women you can definitely connect the dots so at this stage you're probably cringing and like oh my god i had no idea and what do i do now if i stop using these um So there are safe options. There's lots of safe options that you can use. The easiest one, I believe, are going to be um, organic, chemical-free cotton pads and tampons. So here are some alternatives. So cotton pads or organic cotton pads, such as glad rags and I can't remember the other brand there was a couple posted in my biohacking group the other day they're as close to homemade as you can get they're super soft they're breathable they're eco-friendly you can customize the pads to suit your flow Um, and you can even get some of them will provide extra inserts for heavier days so these are a great option Um, They do require a bit of maintenance and may not be as convenient as toss-out because these are reusable, um, but they're a great option. And then when we look at the another option is organic tampons and pads that you would just buy locally from your pharmacy or convenience store. Um, And there is a lot of more conscious consumers, especially females, Um, that are asking for these products so now there's actually a lot of menstrual product brands that make 100% organic cotton tampons and pads and they do list the ingredients on the box Um, and some come with applicators and other little helpful bits like carrying cases but one of the names you'd recommend is seventh generation and I buy a lot of their products even for cleaning in my house another brand brand excuse me is natural care um so the, these are pretty readily available i believe another one is lola as well and you can buy these like here in canada around calgary and airdrie you can get these products in your london drugs in your shoppers in your superstore and more um so these are available um and then for our american consumers i'm, I'm not sure what the deal is there but I I'm pretty sure you will get a lot of these products in Target um, and also your Walgreens 
So then the next option is going to be menstrual cups. I'm going to say menstrual cups are an acquired taste. Some women love them and swear by them like your diva cup. They love them. Other women, when the thoughts of it grosses them out or they're uncomfortable or they feel like their body doesn't respond well to them. But this is an option and it can't hurt to try. So, um... Women who love using them, they just love them. But like I mentioned, not everyone does. They're, they wouldn't be my favorite thing. Um, and for other women with a heavy flow, sometimes they'll report that their cup runs over and they need a pad for backup. And this is where your organic pads um, would come in. Typically, these menstrual cups are made of food-grade silicone, so they're quite safe and they're environmentally friendly. Um, generally, they provide up to 12 hours of continuous protection, and once you get the hang of inserting the cup, overall, it's pretty much less obstructive than a tampon would be, um, but... Like I said, it's it's not for everyone and definitely our younger girls like teenagers are probably not going to be too appealed by menstrual cups. I think it's more for the older women, maybe from 30 onwards, that are willing to try the menstrual cups. So you have the Diva Cup, like I mentioned, then there's the Lunette and then there's Lena and there's another one. I can't remember the name. There's so many names there's actually quite a lot of options right now so another one is period panties the idea of this grosses me out but I know a lot of women that actually like these um so it pretty much is what it says it it is a period panty um there's a brand called thinks T-H-I-N-X, um, and they make some period panties, and they're they're pretty much like your regular old underwear, except they're capable of holding up to two tampons worth of blood. Not only are they machine washable and reusable, but they can completely replace your need for other menstrual products. I, I don't believe they're too expensive, um, but then when you consider how much you spend on other stuff, the the price kind of levels out in itself. And then there's another one, and I don't think many women, not that I've spoke to, have heard of this, but maybe you'll give it a go after this. So it's a product called the Venus Mat. Um, so the Venus Mat is more for you when you're starting to come off your period and you're ready to um, slip into something more comfortable basically. So it's comprised of three layers of certified safe materials. It provides leak-proof protection for after your work activities. Um, so whether you're trying to keep your sheets clean or if you want to, let's say, dabble in some husband-wife pleasure time during your period, this mat can be super helpful for protecting your bed and your sheets. Um, and it's kind of at that stage where you would be at the end of your period or maybe you're in menopause but experiencing some spotting, that's where this would come in handy. But otherwise, 
there's lots and lots of options if there's any options that I've failed to mention if there's like another natural product that you're using that I didn't mention um, let me know let me know and I'll spread the word as best I can but I do hope that this episode was really helpful to you because clearly it affects many many of us Um, on average most women will use around 10,000 tampons in their lifetime or pads. Um, Like that's insane in itself. So if you're exposing your body to that amount of a toxic product, just take into consideration what it's going to do to you and then maybe consider moving to um, a cleaner product, which honestly, they're not much more expensive, maybe a dollar or two, but there's not that big of a price difference. And as they say, you cannot put a price on your health. And I I really believe that. Um, But otherwise, if you know anyone that would benefit from these inf- this information, please do share. Sharing is caring, especially if you have a sister or a daughter that you think this would be helpful for. Please share and let me know if you have any feedback or comments or like I said, any menstrual products that are natural or organic or clean that you use that I haven't mentioned. I'd love to know, then I'll spread the word to my clients and followers. Well, okay, have a really great day. Enjoy this warmer weather and sunshine while you can. And I will chat to you guys real soon. Bye-bye.